0: Hello there, welcome along to today's episode of the Peter Greenwood Stay-at-Home Show Daily Podcast. Wow, that name is still awful to try and get out. But, what's not awful... See, I did there. I did a link, like an actual radio presenter. Hey! What is not awful is today's guest. His name is Theo, he is from the band King Nun, and we met at the garage in Glasgow back in February want to say early february it was before everything went down shall we say so let's take a little look back a few months into happier times this is my interview with theo completely uncensored because if you listen to the radio version we both had a couple of swear words to swear words to say so this is the complete uncut interview as it came out the recorder enjoy This is the Peter Greenwood Show, and I am backstage at The Garage in Glasgow, and sitting opposite me is a gentleman who is in a band. Could you tell me your name and what you do, please?
1: I am Theo Polozoides. I sing in a group called King Nun. This man does not tell a lie. How are you, Theo? Are you well? Yeah, I'm pretty well, yeah. I've just had... um, You've had to wait for quite a long time once I got my meal for the day earlier, (laughs) so um, I'm feeling good now post that, yeah. Yeah? Do you feel better now you've eaten? way better i'm such a grouch man <laughs> it was like i was we were doing sound check earlier and i was like storming around the stage like sort of brooding around with my arms crossed and now i understand that all i needed was a um was a uh, foot long meatball
0: marinara oh, that's a that's a good that's a good that's a good meal that is yeah how are you because a few days ago you weren't very well how are you doing now are you feeling better yeah 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 it was
1: just um it was just like it was something is so we had to cancel two shows on our headline tour Yeah, actually postpone because we are going back and doing the venues that we missed a day after tomorrow and the day after that whatever those dates may be i can't remember but we're um, we'll, uh, so we'll so we'll go and hit them again they're not uh, they're not destroyed those de- those dates um had to miss two because i lost my voice um such a simple thing in daily life that you can just be like oh well well my voice is a bit like rubbish Mm -hmm. I'll just um I'll just move on and do what else I do but in this exact um, position in this exact business it ruins everything so a lot better quit smoking for the time being because of it so I'm even grumpier when I'm hungry
0: (laughs) Well, welcome to Scotland. I see you're drinking Scotland's national drink. Is this the first time you've toured f- up here with the band? It is
1: not the first time we've been here. No. Um, um, we've done this uh, venue, which is. Oh, what's it called? The, the, the garage. The garage. The garage the yes. gr- yeah, sorry, sorry. sorry. We've, done, we've done this venue a bunch of times. Um, I've always really, really enjoyed the audience. i always really enjoyed Glasgow because um, the architecture is beautiful, people are a lot friendlier, I am, and I'm from London. Oh really? Yeah, and super used to London, so Glasgow's brilliant. I felt really embarrassed buying this Iron Brew.
0: Really? Because I,
1: mean, I, I felt like the guy behind the register was like this tourist just came in here
0: <laughs> and bought our favourite drink. <laughs> do you en- do you enjoy the Iron Brew? I'm Love not it. an Iron Brew spokesman by the way. I should point that out. I'm just curious I how am. other people find people enjoy it who aren't from here. How do you how do you enjoy it?
1: It's great. It's wicked. It is, I know. There's like there's like I feel like when en- when anything is like the favourite. Of, of, of something or anything or, or considered that at least there's like a scepticism about it you know what I mean Where yeah. sort of like the artist of the year or whatever whatever there's an uprising of people going oh I don't like that it's a bit popular for me yeah. but actually it's wicked
0: yeah <laughs> there's something I'm gonna encourage you to try before you leave Glasgow or where are you off to next? Are you sick in our Scotland?
1: Um, uh, so, yeah, we'll be staying here tonight, and okay. then uh, and then we're off tomorrow. I'm
0: going to give you a bit of advice, because that looks like it's a chilled can. Is it kind of cool? It is, yeah. Iron brew is a completely different drink when it's cool, <laughs> as opposed to when it's room temperature. Really? Exact. yes. So do yourself a favour. Enjoy the chilled iron brew, but then go and get, a, get, a, get another can, just let it sit out, and then try it. Let me know what you think. Thank you very much, Peter. I will. Anytime. <laughs> that was you are here to discuss wicked. the band, though not popular fizzy drinks. Let's okay. discuss King Nun. <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> How long have you guys been together? What's the origin story of the band? The origin story of the band is,
1: uh, year, uh, I would say about um, eight years ago, um, me and uh, our guitarist, James, used to practice in the music block at our, in our school, um, so much and so long into the into the night, I guess that our music teacher eventually just gave us the keys and said, like, you know, you guys lock up whenever you, whenever you want us. So, so 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 we did that and we left very late one night. It was snowing a lot, and um, out of nowhere we see these snowballs like sort of flying past us, and we turn around and we go, oh no, it's the older kids. Am I allowed to swear? Because yep,
0: feel, feel free. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking shit. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs>
1: Bollocks. <laughs> Bastard. <laughs> shit back shit it's the older kids so 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 <laughs> we like so we're running away from this sort of battle that's trying to be waged on us and um we turn down one of the roads one of these big long ones that you've got in 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 our town in southwest london and the railway crossings like come down like this, and they trap us in. And now it's Saving Hit Ryan. Yeah, like, we're we're trapped at one end, and um and it is and it is absolute war. There was um there, you know in enemy fire is coming in, like 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 hell's fire, and then we're hiding behind a car and dodging this kind of thing. And we we're really awkward kids at the time. But so uh, we didn't make friends very easily. But this other kid comes up and hides behind the car with us, and because it's a wartime scenario, we've got a bond pretty quick. Yeah, band of so, brothers. Yeah. So um, so we fought back these older kids for a bit, and then the, uh, the, uh, the barriers came open, and we ran into a nearby car park and uh, started uh, and hid there for a bit while while all the uh, the enemy was looking for us, and we uh, kind of just started talking about Black Sabbath which was bloody rare mm. like who the fuck likes Black Sabbath apart from us was, yeah. was our mindset at the time so that turned into meeting a drummer through a mutual friend and setting fire to a bathtub and we knew that we'd be close friends for life Setting fire to a bathtub. Yeah. That was, I can't even remember how that happened. I just remember the four of us were standing around a bathtub outside my mum's flat that sort of had this like, it was like this real grimy courtyard outside, basically a slab of concrete and like a big sort of dirt gravel driveway and just shit ended up there like all the time. One day there was a bathtub, <laughs> sort of post the snowball fight, post wartime. the three of us were together. Our drummer, Caius was introduced to us, and it turned out that we were all a bit sort of pyrocentric at the time.
0: <laughs> was there any water in the bathtub at the time? No. No? no. Okay. I had, like, deodorant oh, cans okay. and stuff. Because I'm wondering, if you managed to set fire to a bath with water in it, that's something special. Ah, yeah, <laughs> it would have been.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, when people ask me about how we meet, like, I never want to say, like, we met in school and a mutual yeah. friend, I'd much rather go into a long-winded story about snowball fights.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's more interesting. And it's I a longer so. story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so where did the name King Nun come from? Do you remember? Um, uh, we were all big fans of classic rock at
1: the time. And so, um, so bands sort of like Queen ACDC and Black Sabbath that has a huge mystical presence, I suppose, were sort of, you know,
0: fly, floating around our minds. So does that include bands like T-Rex and classic yes. David Bowie as oh well? Oh, my
1: God, it does, yeah. T- God, Good God, T-Rex, yeah, especially. So it was a 20th century boy in the, in the, in the bedroom all day long, absolutely. A little crap drum kit. But, but it was, um, yeah, so sort of like these words have size and they had weight, and that was the kind of band name that we, we were used to. So these words start flying around, and um, I think someone in the band said one and someone in the band said the other word and they t- came together and the idea of size of religion which is, i think is what music boils down to really is a religious thing and also the androgyny of it was really interesting was sort of it felt like a bit like um it felt a bit sacred but it also felt like a bit of a fuck off as well yeah which was like <laughs> so it felt right so king nun was born
0: from there yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, that's a long winded way of saying, like, we just fucking fell
0: out of our ass one day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like how there's a long story and then there's a short story. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like okay. there were snowball fights. We were abandoned brothers. We were getting together. Oh, we met in school. It was fine. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I mean, it's
1: like, you know, yeah. I, I mean, I mean, I mean, um, in the, for the sake of editing, like, at any one time, it does just boil down to, well, oh, we I met mean, no, in school.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's good enough it's fine yeah. let me ask you about your album it is called N- mass yeah and it's, yeah, it's yeah. called none it's not called none it's called mass <laughs> no, 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 yeah. the album is called <laughs> mass is. yeah tell me a little bit about how the idea came together to do to an album was that always the goal because you put out an ep mm-hmm. i believe so what was the procession like from ep to album and how did the album come about i think uh we just released the ep and we uh, we met up with
1: a dude from our label in a cafe, and he was like trying to do an album, and we were like, yeah, all right, seems good. But it was like um, it's sort of like <laughs> I think I think we really did just kind of look at each other, and then we were like, yeah, we reckon we could probably do that. Um, the, the the transition actually after we'd agreed to it was really <laughs> difficult. Like sort of, uh, I don't think we realised that sort of. Sort of 'cause we really like our concepts and we really like purpose and we really like meaning to everything that we do. So, um I can iron brew burps into the microphone. I'm not yeah. gonna hold any back. Okay, you fire on in. <laughs> but, that, that, that's <laughs> but um god damn it, where was I? Was I was saying uh
0: you just oh enough, the, yeah yeah
1: yeah the, the transition was really difficult because um an ep is like a little sa- a statement uh, for us that was like the same idea presented five times basically in five different songs but now we've got like a minimum of 10 i think the min- ever since lou reed released a song an album of noise that consisted of five tracks mm-hmm. the law is now minimum 10 tracks yeah. thank you lou so minimum 10 tracks you can't really do the same idea 10 times there. And what are we going to say on this album? In the end, I think it ended up turning into sort of really, really autobiographical. Because, I mean, like, we felt so stuck by it and the idea was so huge. Even I think the name refers to what it is. <laughs> like, what I think music is. I mean, mass is uh, size uh, without definitive shape or form, I think, or or uh, or weight without shape, right? So um uh that's basically what music is. They say that uh you can't make something from nothing. That's truly what I believe music is. <laughs> it is it is, it is something without shape and without form that comes from nothing. And also mass is religious ceremony. I think um it was difficult and in the end we ended up just kind of talking about ourselves. <laughs> that was our way around it. Yeah.
0: That's what I find fascinating about music and about musicians because I am not, as I've said on this show a thousand times before and I'll say a thousand times again, I am not a musician but in least I can't even play ukulele. So, you've got
1: to say that 999 more times. I can't even play ukulele. <laughs> I can't even play ukulele. Can't even play. <laughs> no, 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 no. You've, you've got a show to do tonight. <laughs> no, I'll, yeah. I'll spare you.
0: But I find the concept of something coming from nothing absolutely fascinating yeah. how people come up with songs and if it's just a, a melody in your head that grows. How? What is your songwriting process and the band's songwriting process?
1: Uh, it's very democratically basically what you see us do on stage is what we've done. So I mean uh, I I'll, I'll, I'll do the words and in turn I suppose I kind of steer the direction of what the songs are about. Uh, Caius does his uh, drums, Nathan does the bass, James does his guitar and his backing vocals. I thought I had a burp then. I thought I had a great one. It's disappeared. I a good one. I'm disappointed. The stage fright. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so yeah, uh, what you see is what we've done, basically. Um, the way a song will come about to begin with, I suppose you just live through some shit, it falls into the soup, and then when it comes time where you say, I'm going to write a song now, or, you know, you're just sitting about one day and you decide to do it, You start pulling from places subconsciously and little things that you felt just start coming up like, oh, I was sad the other day. This chord is more sad than this other one. So you feel a bit more, you feel more friendly towards that one. It's just, it's all coming from what you've done in your life. But how that moves from your mind into sound is, is I truly find ridiculous as well. Um, Yeah, someone might come on with a bit of a song, be like, right guys. Write your parts to it and we'll do it. Someone might come with a full song and be like, do your parts. Or it just develops right there when we're all together. I don't know. Sort of basically democratically, is how we write.
0: And after being together in the band so long, do you know what each person can bring to it, if that makes any sense?
1: I mean, we definitely understand our own sort of archetypes quite well, I think. And sort of, uh, And we're all pretty, pretty different. I mean, um, I would, I would con, I would consider myself more uh, experimental, kind of, I don't know, trying to push off against everything. Yeah. And sort of, uh, Nathan, our bassist, is much more logical. Uh, James, our guitarist, is sort of quite into. Um, he's like classically trained, I think. And Kaya, our drummer, is sort of just is a right punk. So, sort of, it's but it's pulling away in, like, four different directions, but, you know, we're creating something here that we couldn't create without the other one of us. I've forgotten what the question was, exactly.
0: Uh, what do you all bring <laughs> into making a song and into the band together? Oh, yeah, I think that's it, think yeah. yeah. Burbages, so yeah <laughs> good enough, good enough. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about the most recent single. It is called Chinese Medicine. Yeah, yeah. How? What? Tell me about that song. Where did it come from?
1: Um, it is, uh, so I'm, so at one point in my life, I think I was obsessed and absolutely addicted with walking around my hometown of Richmond upon Thames in London, uh, really, really, really late at night. So, um, I'd started doing it really young, just like sneaking out and walking around. I think there's something about being a kid and not being allowed to go outside at night that has developed a lifelong obsession of mine where I'm obsessed with being on the street at night. I don't know what it is. So anyway. That uh, was pointless backstory. I was walking around, and I heard some uh, I heard some screaming coming down from uh, an alleyway where a graveyard was. So so I sort of ran in the in the directions of that because mm-hmm. I, I thought there was some trouble going down. I suppose, and uh, there was an old man sort of who had fallen down these sort of steps and he and he'd cracked his head really hard. He was in a really bad shape and uh, his wife was freaking out, and I, I kind of ran over there and sort of, she wasn't doing anything about it because she was in a state of shock and sort of, I guess, and then sort of, so I called an ambulance, uh, got him in the ambulance and I was talking to her afterwards and for the first time in my life, I think I understood that, um, I understood the benefits of faith, of because of, I mean, I've never been one for organized religion before. I mean, I think like skeptical about it, probably definitely beforehand. But now I think I'm under the opinion that I think whilst a lot of organized religions are stupid and take advantage of people, mm-hmm. I think uh, faith itself, aside from that, is a really important thing for people like her. Yeah. And um, and sort of people that really need it for the old people in this world and for the anxious, you know, they, they, they need a silent witness, something to believe in, if it's superstition, whatever it is. So... Um, we were doing a radio session once, and I looked across the street. I saw a place that said Chinese medicine. I said, ah, a lot like religion. Chinese medicine is something that, whilst can be the forefront of a lot of, like, great inventions in the medical field, for the most part, it's not considered scientifically sound. The incredible thing, it's helped millions and millions of people, but still. So I kind of, I invented this story about a man falls in the street, He cracks his head open. And to deal with this thing that they've just seen, everybody chooses something to put their faith into. Some people say, thank God. Some people say, thank love. Some people say, oh, thank that Chinese medicine place over there. That will fix him. Moral of the story being, I think we should think before we question someone's faith, because I think a lot of that sort of... um, i guess stigma is going round against it so yeah. it's in defense of faith not of organized religion but of faith
0: but of faith yeah i think there's a lot of something to be said for being young when somebody mentions religion because when you're young you think oh i know this all this is all bollocks i don't need to i don't need to pay attention to this but yeah. as you get older you start real- realizing actually i do believe in this thing i believe in that thing and you form a a version of faith. Sure. Yeah.
1: Why? Well, well, yeah. No. I, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, Lord knows, I've got my own things. Mm-hmm. I've got my own things to look out for and depend on, and I think that's all right. I think that's important. I, I think. Um. I think. Um. Being a fan of music and using it therapeutically, like. I'm, like I suppose my whole band does, and <laughs> uh, myself included. That's a form of faith, you know.
0: Yeah, it's faith in yourselves, and faith in your friends, and faith in each other. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. So what are the band's plans for 2020? Because we're still early in the year, and the album came out September last year. I, I think
1: understand. it. I think it was October. October. I okay. wouldn't be such a stickler about it if
0: <laughs> October wasn't my favorite month. Or is, it, is there any reason? Is your birthday on October? It's dark all the time, and I love it. I'm really? a vampire. Oh, I can't. <laughs> I can't tolerate it when it gets dark. It's just too much for me. I love it. So the album came out in October. But what are the band's plans for the rest of 2020? More touring, more new music releases? Yeah, possibly? loads
1: of loads of more touring. We're d- loads of more touring. We're doing. Um, uh, we're going to go to Europe in a couple of days. Going to go up and down there. Uh, then we're going to America. We're touring with a, uh, an American. Uh, no, Christ, I think it's an American. They um, play Mongolian traditional, traditional Mongolian music mixed with metal. And we're touring with them in America, and that's going to be so much fun, and I'm so excited. And basically, that's we're going to be touring at... Oh, we're playing Shaky Knees Festival, we're playing uh, New Colossus Festival in America, um, a lot of America until June. Yeah. And then um, we have a lot of songs, and actually, more importantly, we have a message, we have a new message okay. that we mean to attach to a bunch of songs, and we, I'm really excited to get out of the A new perspective that I yeah. think is... Um, I think I can't wait to get, I cannot wait to get out into the world. Um, so there will be a lot of releases from us because, I don't know, this idea
0: we have will probably carry us quite away. Yeah, I look forward to hearing what comes next. Next time you are in Scotland, please come and see us in studio and do a little session for us. I mean, I'd, I'd love to, seriously.
1: Perfect like, like who, whoever, whoever you were calling earlier I imagine it was Mike
0: mm-hmm. give him a ring man I'll I will get it. on Mike next yeah. time you're <laughs> up here but Theo it has been great to sit and speak to you thank you for your time today thank you very much Peter thank you would you introduce your song for us please
1: Chinese Medicine this is Chinese Medicine don't go anywhere stay put
0: enjoy it thanks My thanks to Theo for sitting and chatting to me. He was a very nice fellow. We sat and we had a hug and it was it was very good. So that is it for today's episode. Thank you for your time and your patience. My thanks to Theo. I'll be back tomorrow with a very special episode. You're not going to want to miss the next few days, okay? Trust me on that. But that is for then. This is for now. See you then. Bye, everybody. Bye.